Spurs fans, welcome back to another Spurs and Salsa. I'm your host, as always, JD. And joining me today, the the band's back together. Introduce yourselves. We got Big Joe. Big Joe. And we got, yeah, I'll do it. And we got Mouse back in the house. What's going on, world? Hey, JD, did you get a new bed? I actually did. I can, I can see the. I don't know if you're. You know how. You know how some people like wear baseball hats and keep the stickers on. I didn't know if you did that with like like your bed. You just leave the. Oh, that's how you st- know. No. <laughs> so for the listeners, we're, we do, we do this via Skype, and we might we're discussing maybe going to video. The reason we are is uh, Big Joe and myself jumped on Spurs film room last week. I like the format. So we might be moving to that. We'll see. But um, I'm recording in my bedroom, and Mouse is right. I do have the tag on my bed. The reason I do, though, is they delivered it. They delivered it, and there's this little snag on a piece of it. Oh. So they're going to replace it. Send it back. So leaving the tag on. There you go. Makes sense. Yeah. That's a little uh, behind the curtain on my life right now. <laughs> but, Stay uh, tuned next week. Yeah. No, man, it takes forever. Stuff takes forever. Yeah, uh, since we're talking lives, Big Joe, you are in the education industry. So much how's, how's your summer going? Uh, it is going, man. Uh, summer of Joe is in full swing. It's almost to the tail end, you know, so that kind of sucks, but it looks like you got some sun. Yeah. Yeah. You look red, like <laughs> like super red. Yes. Oh man. Yeah. What were you doing? Where'd you go, uh, man? I I mean I went to the beach a couple of, like last week. I went. Oh, nice. Floated in the river a couple of weeks ago. So I mean, how do we not out, know that? Been outdoors. Did you know that mouse that he went to the beach? No. I I know where he didn't go. I invited him to a concert. I went to <laughs> oh, like God. a week or t- a week ago last weekend. Yeah, and, uh, he was talking about listening to Texas country. I said, "Hey, perfect time." Randy Rogers Band and Wade Bowen are going to be at Floors, the perfect spot, and uh, he stood me up again. I, he always I does. did not stand you up. Okay, you just you turned me, me hard. Yeah, turned me down. It's probably worse. Yeah. Wow. No, that's worse. And I will say, uh, this isn't review part or anything, but a, a show at Floors is one of the best things to do in town. Yeah, I I would have been there, but um, I had kid my kids. I didn't have a babysitter for that evening, but and a baseball game. Yeah, I I love shows at Florida so much. I proposed to my wife at a Randy Rogers show at Florida. Really? I don't know if I knew that. I don't think so. most group most of our friends did because they were there. But you you were still living out of town, I think, at the time. Dang. So, uh, yeah, man, if you can. See a sh- and if you're not in the country, check to see if they have something you would like at Flores because it's just a good time, man. It's just it's something you got to do in town. I'm glad you did that, Mouse. Joe, I'm disappointed. Don't invite Joe. Joe. You won't go. Uh, man, you we invite Joe you, everywhere. You drove me over there, Mouse. That was drove crazy. you over. <laughs> <laughs> you live in the area. What the hell? Just pick you up on the way over. You're gonna if you would have asked, I, I probably would have picked you up, but you just just said no. Go after yourself is what you said. <laughs> Oh, we're just spreading lies. 
And you know what? Mouse probably would have too. Yeah. He's a good. He's a good dude. That mouse. Mm-hmm. Maybe next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know if there'll be a next time. <laughs> you didn't like the rejection. No, that, it doesn't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're off to a good start. You know who else is off to a good start? Kelton Johnson. Ooh. Dude, so when me and Big Joe went on Spurs Film Room, we called his exhibition games best case scenario. And it was right before Bradley Beal had to drop out of the team. So we didn't expect Kelton to be on the official roster going to Tokyo. But as everybody knows now, that has changed. Kelden is now an official Team USA member, full-blown member. He's he's in Tokyo, and on his last exhibition game, was it against? I think it was against Spain. He went for 15 points. Balling. He doesn't. He's not just a throwaway piece to fill a roster. He's not the 12th man on the bench. I mean, he's he was third in points. Um. I know we called his other performances best case scenario, but he raised the bar on us, guys. Yeah. I like how he's going to be able to learn from KD and all the rest of the Mm -hmm. big-time players and get just so much more experience and knowledge of the game, and I think that that's one of the best parts of being there with the team also. And that's what I was going to ask you. Does this – could you see this as a springboard for him becoming a superstar? Oh, definitely. Everybody's going to know who he is now. Everybody knew who – after that game – uh, against Spain, everybody knows who he is now. He was yeah. all over Sports Center and everything. So, if you didn't know who Keldon Johnson was, uh, because he plays for the Spurs and we're in a smaller market and we didn't get as much uh, TV time or you know ESPN games or ABC games or whatever, you know now who Keldon Johnson is. So I'm excited. And another point is Coach Pop's coaching him. So. Everything he's doing over there is under the watchful eyes of his coach. Yeah. So Pop, even Pop might be learning a thing or two about Kelvin. Like, okay, he he's not afraid of the stage. He's not afraid of the moment. Maybe this is the guy we build around. But I'm excited. I, I really hope he gets significant minutes in the games. Um, and I, I'm just I'm happy for him because. Like you said, this could be a springboard, not just for his name to be out there, but just his game to take a step forward. Like he's him attacking the rim and scoring at will with the best in the world. I mean, that that's something that could really elevate him to where he ends up being, I mean, quite honestly, the best player on the team, regardless of what we do in free agency. I'm excited for what that can do for Spurs basketball in our offseason. You know what I mean? Like maybe some free agents that weren't going to look our way are like, oh, wow, they do have a really good young core there in San Antonio. You got one of the best coaches in the league, and uh, and they'll take a look at us and, and maybe come this way. That's a really good point that I did not think of. He might end up becoming the reason we can recruit. You're right. Yep. That's, a, that's a good, really good point. Um, I don't want to put too much pressure on him on his Olympic Games, but yeah. I'm excited now for the for Team USA. It's it's rare that the Spurs have a Team USA member. He's the third one. He's the third one. 
So in the 90s, we, of course, we had David Robinson in 92 and 96. And then during our run, we didn't have many Americans just in general. Uh, Duncan was born in U.S. territory, so he played in one Olympic Games, but he hated FIBA rules. So that was the only time he did it. So it's not every day we get a spur to cheer for. But it does feel a little bit more like David Robinson's run in the 90s. Um, I have a little bit more on that when we get to what what are we watching. But, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for Keldon. I'm excited for the Olympics and pop. Does it add a little uh, <coughs> excitement for you guys that we're not dominating? So it's like a tough, it's going to be a tough battle for Olympic gold. I think it shows how far the I think it shows how far the game has come and like everybody's pretty good all around the world, you know. But does it add excitement? Like, are you pumped for the games itself? Because it used to be, all right, I'll tune in just to see them beat the brakes off somebody. Now these are going to be good games. Mouse. No, so I, and I don't buy Joe's politically correct answer that I've been hearing all over ESPN <laughs> and USA Basketball about the the rest of the world's a lot better than they've ever been. I think we're underperforming. I think we should be blowing out the team still. Whose fault? We're a lot. I, I don't know, but why usually starts at, it could start at the top. <laughs> if players are underperforming, I usually look to the coach. Sure, that's I, if that's what you want me to say. But um, no, so. Uh, I don't think I am excited. I, I want to see us go out there and just dominate. That excites me personally. Like seeing us get out there, having a ton of fun, blowing teams out of the wall, almost like an all-star game feel where, you know, they're, they're doing, they're doing, I think of the Vince Carter dunk over that seven footer. Like I want us out there having a ton of fun and just beating the brakes off, off the other teams. But so those days are over. I don't think they are. Well, I, I don't I mean, think, or I don't I think they that. should be. The Spurs are living proof. Also, sh- shouldn't you, wouldn't you wanted the best players to go over there? Yeah, for like, sure. LeBron didn't yeah. go. I mean, that's yeah. another. Yeah, he's chasing monsters. I, I blame yeah. him. They should all be there. They absolutely should all be there. I think it's a their... combination. We don't have our huge stars over there, but it's also, I mean, the game has caught up. I mean, we can go right into it. The NBA Finals ended last night. And it's the team that won it was carried by a Greek Brent god, oh. and Brent Forbes. <laughs> Brent Forbes. <laughs> you know, Giannis went for 50 points in the biggest stage of the league as an international player. I mean, it's just the international game is caught up. We as Spurs fans should know that more than anybody. You know, two of our greatest all-time players, one's French, one's Argentinian. Even Tim Duncan, I mean, he's from a territory. He's not even from the States. Now, we talked about it on Spurs Film Room last week. We are now, the the roster now is very American with Keldon, DeJounte, you know, the list goes on. But international ball has caught up to the point where, to the point where pretending it's an all-star game and sending... Good players, but not, you know, LeBron's not there. Anthony Davis is not there. 
it's going to make it closer, and it's and that's just something we have to deal with. But they the the other countries, sure, they they may have a star, may, maybe two, but they don't have five or seven or ten. So they may have one superstar, but they're not going to have a full squad of them. If and if all of our yeah. American players go like the the way they should, then we should be out there dominating. I I still believe that. I think we should be out there putting put putting in work. So like they're, also, they're also a cohesive team. Like they they've the other teams have grown up. Yeah. In the in the system together, like Tony Parker, the reason he was so close with Boris Diaw and. The other French players, as they all grow up, they're in France basketball. Yeah, they their system is much more cohesive. I guess like a select team that plays a yeah. lot together. Whereas we throw a team together three weeks before the Olympics start and have training camp at Vegas. I mean, even now, I mean, Devin Booker, Chris, I think Chris Middleton. There's three players from the finals that are going to fly over. Yeah with zero practice with the yeah. team and we're just going to stick them in there. So, and we try our yep. best, right? We try to do, I know Jerry Colangelo tries to do team USA as a, as a more organized organization, you know, program, but it's also just the nature of being pros, but they've gotten better at it, but um, that's what we're lacking as well. But we'll see all these storylines make it, Extremely interesting to me. Will Kelton play minutes? Does Pop get a, a gold medal? Can we bring home the gold? And the thing is, this would be our fourth straight gold medal. We haven't done that since like early 80s. We've always lost before we can win four straight. So there's plenty of storylines. We'll see. Olympics kick off Friday night's the ceremony, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it started, but it's crazy. That yeah, that's weird. Now. The women's national team lost already. The soccer team. Really? Yes. They're already yeah. playing. Like the Olympics already started. Yeah, I watched softball last night. Our girls won. Kat Osterman. Kat Osterman. Yeah, that's she's not, still she's pitching. Still, <laughs> yeah, and she's pitched a shutout. She's. Mine and Mouse's age. I thought she was coaching too. She's. Like, I thought she was coaching. She might be doing both. If I said, you know, what, give me the damn ball. <laughs> but yeah, the team USA beat Italy in softball last night. Our girls' soccer team lost to Sweden. Sweden, yeah. So yeah, games. I mean, if, by the time you're listening to this podcast, games have already started. The official ceremony, you know, the big fireworks show and all that, is Friday night. But um, if you're looking for Men's Olympic sports, NBC Sports, I think, already has things going on. Yeah. Men's basketball first game is uh, is Sunday at 7 against France. Dang, right off the bat. Okay. So we're, uh, we're hitting the ground running. I'm excited. I haven't let myself be too uh, pumped for the games. Only because of the possibility of cancellation, which is still out there. But now I'm getting I'm getting pumped. I watch some stuff on Peacock Network. Um and we'll get to that when I get to what are you watching, but I'm excited. You guys excited you guys big Olympics guys? Besides basketball? You know Yeah. 
I was just talking to my wife the other day about how glued to the TV we were when Michael Phelps had his run oh, that, yeah. that Summer Olympics. Oh, my God. Man. Oh, man. I could watch. I think what makes the sports, what makes the Olympics great is even if you're, if it's a sport like swimming, we don't follow swimming all the time, right? But they, you know, because it's country versus country, there's already someone yeah. to root for. Yeah. So even if you have no vested interest in the sport, you're like, okay, I'm all in on curling. And yeah. we, we, better, <laughs> yeah. we better win gold. Come yep. on. Yep. It, it feels like you're watching the Spurs game already, like right off the bat on the sport you never watched. And that's, I think that's the best part. Yeah, Michael Phelps. Um, swimming is just fun to watch. It's just a race. Track and field's always yeah. dope. Um, I like boxing. It's weird because they, they score it by punches. So there's a scoreboard. It's not the most, it's not the best way to score a fight, but I'm still glued to that. But any, any sport I could watch. And I'm wondering how Peacock is going to be involved this year. Like, will, will there be more coverage of the Olympics on Peacock Network? I hope so. But we'll see. I think next week's podcast will be very much focused on how we're doing in the Olympics. But uh, before we go to Olympics, uh, we'll swing back to the finals. What do you, what'd you guys think? It's officially over. The Bucks are the world champs. You guys happy? Were you guys cheering for the Bucks or the Suns? First off, I guess. Man, I think I, I think I was I was yeah I didn't really have a dog in the fight I guess yeah. but I was kind of kind of maybe going for the Suns even though it felt funny because I like Devin Booker and pulling in that low rider and the way yeah. he was dressing. He's someone you so, want to cheer for definitely. Yeah. So, but so do you think that the Suns collapsed or the Bucks took it from? Him? I think the Bucks took it from him. I mean, Giannis went yeah. for what forty-seven fifty. Yeah, he's been going off. Yeah, it's a legendary performance. And yeah. that's something – what's cool about Giannis doing that is he might not ever win another one again. He might win 10. Either way, he just cemented himself. Like, his legacy is set. Yeah. I was rooting for him to get that 50-piece last night, and he got it on that free throw. Yes. Because <laughs> scoring 50 for a small market team at home to clinch the title, like, that's just – that's yeah. legendary, bro. Like that's something yeah. I won't forget in sports. Like I remember when Giannis went for fifty. Really Did you cool. see how many how many people were outside? Dude, yeah, you know, that was like, It still trips me out because of because we're COVID. past. I mean, I don't know. If we're past pandemic. I mean, that's just that's a whole other topic. But it still trips me out. Like, woo, that's yeah. Wow, it's wild. He uh he pulled up to Chick Fil A with the trophies. Uh, Who did? Morning. I didn't see that. Giannis, yeah. Did he really? Really? Yeah. yeah. He's having a blessed day. Ordering Chick-fil-A, showing them the trophies. Wow. They should have been like, dude, you get this for free forever now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you would not think they were anything in Milwaukee. Mm-mm. And good for Milwaukee because they, the ti- they haven't won a title since 1971. Mm-hmm. And then the Brewers, I don't know if the Brewers have ever won a title so that's cool. 
It's cool to see a small market. Obviously, being a Spurs fan, it's cool to see a small market team win. And as those words came out of my mouth, we did have a fan message me on Twitter, oh, kind, of, kind of upset with Mouse because he didn't want yeah. to watch the finals because it was small market teams. I'll, <laughs> and I'll, 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 I'll let you. Uh, no, no, he called. He says a little hypocritical because of the Spurs. Uh, uh, and you said you wanted to respond on here, so to, <laughs> Harry, to Harry, one of our best listeners, he joined our NFL draft watch party. He's been a cool uh, yes. one of the, our top listeners since the beginning. Um, but Mouse, the floor is yours, man. You want to defend yourself? You want to? Yeah, shout out to Harry. Um, <laughs> I, I don't mind t- taking shots at me every once in a while. But uh, so I guess I'll be clear. Like I'm a huge Spurs fan. I'm born and raised here in San Antonio. I have no other choice but to be a Spurs fan, and I love it. I love the organization. Been going to games since I was a little kid. But I love, like, big market cities, and I love big – I love dynasties. I, I, I'm i not a Yankees fan, but I love when they win. Same thing with the Lakers. Like, I hate them, but I, I can respect them, and I appreciate when they win. So um, I, I like to see big, big names in, in the finals, it just makes it more interesting to me. I, w- I wasn't really tuned in for this this finals. Um, I mean, I watched it, but I wasn't like locked in. If it was like LeBron versus KD, you know, I just I just wasn't. And so I get it when people. I understand why people don't want to come to the Spurs. I get it when people say it's not interesting because we're a small market. Like I get all of that. That's still, but I'm still a Spurs fan. Like I still love the team. Okay. So I don't know. It, it is kind of a double-edged sword, and I get where he's coming from. A little hypocritical, but um, I'm a Spurs fan because I was born and raised here, not necessarily by choice. You know what I mean? Like if if I was born in LA, I wouldn't be a Spurs fan. It's so because I'm I'm from here. You're an Astros fan. Why didn't you go the route of Sox or Yankees or Cubs or Cubs? Yeah, I guess just because they're Texas teams. And I guess. Yeah, I, I'm just wondering where you're, because, in, so you have loyalty to Texas, but you're also yeah. you just enjoy the big markets. Yeah, I, I I want I want their names and lights. I want everybody tuned in. I want the huge Super Bowls. Um, I'm just if if they're not my teams, I enjoy those more because I I, I guess, want that storyline. I guess to me, the NBA is so built on star power. It doesn't matter one lick to me where they're from. Yeah. You got Devin Booker, Chris Paul against Giannis Middleton. There that, doesn't, like, that doesn't excite me like LeBron versus KD. Okay, I guess to me, I'm not a big market, raw raw kind of guy. Yeah, the NBA has set themselves up for players, and I got caught up in Devin Booker and Giannis was the MVP of the league last year, so. And then I, I guess I root for the underdogs, too, because it's good for the Spurs. Football doesn't really matter. I think every team is a big market team. The NFL is so huge. The only time I get caught up in big market or big brand name is college football. But that's because lo- I know that they recruit at the highest levels. Yeah. When you watch Alabama versus Ohio State, you're watching a bunch of pros. Yeah. Future pros. But any other sport, I'm okay with with the underdog. I guess because, again, 
the NBA markets itself as star power. Like, it didn't matter. LeBron wasn't less of a star in Cleveland. He was still LeBron. It was LeBron's team. You know, Jordan went to the Bulls. They didn't have any history before him, and that's okay. He created something. So, yeah, I guess in that sense. But I'm, I just wanted, I wanted to bring it up because we were talking about yeah. it right now. And I forgot that Harry had messaged me. Speaking of I Harry, did. he wants us to go to a Spurs, I mean a Spurs, a San Antonio FC game. Like, he's pushing. So, if you guys want, let me know what game you guys want to go to. Uh, maybe next week, let me play El Paso. Did they play, uh, didn't, oh, no, never mind. They play right by your house, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, shout out to Harry. Hopefully, we'll be doing a soccer game soon with him. Uh, speaking of big, big market, big marquee, uh, Cowboys camp. Mm. This week, it kicks off. Tomorrow, right? Or today? I thought it was today. I think Jerry Jones is doing his State of the Union address, State of the Cowboys address today. We're recording on, what's today, Wednesday? It's Wednesday or Thursday he's doing his State of the Cowboys address. But um, what are the big storylines for you? Not the storylines that are going to be on Hard Knocks. Not the storylines that are going to get the clicks. What do you, what are you curious about? Like, when you're looking for content from camp, what are you going to be searching for? Like, what subject are you like, okay, I, I need to know about this. Big Joe? I want to know about the defense and how it's going to look, what, what. Who's gonna like? Who's gonna step up? And I think that's the hard knocks thing that's gonna come up too. Like, who's gonna be the leader on the defense? How much is? I, I don't even know. Like, who do you think is the leader on the defense right now? Um, I would say Demarcus Lawrence. My specific one that I really want to know is who is who's the personnel on defense? Because if if you're looking at starters, right? If I had to say 100% these guys are going to start on defense, it would be Demarcus Lawrence, Leighton Vanderish when healthy, Mika Parsons because he's a first-round pick, and Trayvon Diggs. That's four players that we know for sure will start. And, and even that, one of them's a rookie that I'm just assuming you give, yeah. you, you give your top 12 pick the starting. Four out of 11. So I want to know specifically who's starting, who's our personnel. That is easily what I'm going to be looking for. Who's running with the ones? Are we running a nickel? Are we running a 3-4 defense? Who's running with the ones? How many linebackers are on the field? Who's your starting corners? Who's your starting safety? I, I'm going to be glued on who's running with the ones on defense. Mouse, mouse. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Our defense is is where I'm looking. That's where I want to see where, where's everybody at. I want to see how our linebackers shake out. Um, there's a fish came out with a story this week about uh, Randy Gregory. I don't know if he interviewed Gregory, but Gregory said said that he was kind of blackballed last year by Nolan. Um, Nolan didn't want to play him, and he and um, Dan Quinn came out and said that Gregory's going to have a big year, and he was surprised that Gregory didn't have more playing time last year. So okay. uh, I'm, ex- I'm excited to see Gregory. Yeah, see see what he's going to do um, and the linebackers, really. And then, you know, if I look to the offensive side of the ball, 
we're talking about big years from CD. Is he going to make that jump over Gallup? Is he going to be our number one? Um, is he going to pass Amari? And then I'm looking, I'm looking for some, some news on my boy 21 on Zeke. I want to see if, if I'm buying the hype. Is he in the best shape of his life? Is his mentality locked in like I'm hearing? And, uh, so that, that's kind of where I'll be. Yeah. Cause on offense, it, go ahead. On, on offense, we're pretty set, right? Yeah. As far as who starts, the only, I mean, there's only one position that's up for grabs to me and that's the tight end. Tight end, yeah. Is it Jarwin or Schultz? Um, but yeah, other than that, it's kind of little things for camp. Does Zeke mm-hmm. look good? Are they going to move? Does Amari move to slot where I think he could thrive being such a good route runner? runner? Just little, but offense is very little things, right? Minute. Yeah. Whereas defense is like, who in the hell is going to actually play? <laughs> yeah, what are they going to look like? What is defense going to look like? With exactly. Call them a defense. Greg Simmons is already in Oxnard, which always gets me excited. It makes me feel like, all right, we're actually doing this. We're actually we're going to have camp. So starting today, I guess, I will be watching KSAT 12 News. And we're not sponsored by them. We're not like <laughs> this isn't a commercial for them. I'm just saying personally, I love watching. And I'll flip through all the local channels. Okay, who are they interviewing tonight? I know Greg Simmons usually gets Jerry Jones first, but um, I eat up all the camp content. That's why when the, the subject of Hard Knocks came out, is it a distraction? I don't know if it is or not. I don't know if it's a jinx or not, but the selfishness in me wants Hard Knocks because yeah, I want yeah. the content. I want the content. Yeah. <laughs> I'm selfish like that. And usually I put the winning of the Cowboys above everything else, but yeah. I am selfish like that with camp content. Um, and I'm not buying the I'm not buying the hard knocks jinx because I I don't know I don't remember the exact stipulations but you got to be like one of the low low end teams the previous year to even qualify for hard knocks. I can't think of a team that underachieved after hard knocks. Yeah, and I don't think it makes or breaks. Um, was it the Rams last year that had it? It was the Rams and Chargers. Yeah, yeah, it was because COVID. I think of that. Yep. And they both finished about where they were supposed to. Yeah. I agree with you. But again, like I said, I don't care. I just want the content. Yeah. Um, I follow RJ Ochoa, friend of the show, for blocking the boys. Ari Temkin, who is the radio radio voice of the Cowboys. Uh, ESPN San Antonio, which rebranded themselves as the Sports Star. They send all their guys out there. They're going, I think, on Monday. So... I would follow them on Facebook because they'll post like a – I think they're going to do it again this year, but they'll all get together after camp and they'll just kind of just kind of have a, a roundtable, like what they saw at camp. I hope Rudy J goes with them this year. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I eat up all the content I can. If I could take two weeks off and go to Oxnard, I would. So is this, is this the highest – like does your does your hype for the season build starting now or is right now like the highest it, it'll be? I'm mean, assuming we you know. Uh, on how- it'll my hype this year is gonna be a hundred percent on the defense. Yeah, I know the offense can win. Our offense can be as good as anyone's in the league. We can keep up with anybody. My hype will go up or down depending on what I hear out of camp. Yeah. 
oh, Randy Gregory is actually taking all the snaps, and he looks like a monster at end. Oh, Mika Parsons and Van Der Esch in the middle look like they're swallowing up every run. So that'll be where mine goes up and down. Um, you know, being a Cowboys fan is an emotional roller coaster, and it and it's because we're always up and down week to week. So I can't say that this is the highest. It's the most ex- not. It's the most excited because it's, it's, it's there. It. It's there, like. When I saw Greg Simmons tweet out that he's flying off, I was like, oh, we're, we're actually there. We're, we're, we're doing this. We're actually having a season. I think it was 50 days till the first game of the season. And see, those games, those numbers always seem very far for me. Uh-huh. So it's little milestones like, oh, yeah. okay, Greg Simmons going off. Camp, start. <laughs> Camp starting. Hall of Fame Green game White. is this day. Hall of Fame game. Our fantasy football draft. We actually put a date oh, to it. Man. Little oh. things like that. Little milestones. Little tidbits. You taking Zeke number one or what? He's talking to you, yeah. man. I know. I got the number one pick. I don't. Did we? Did we tell the fans how how that uh, how that all shook we, out? We have in we the did. past, but just to remind people. So our group, we all pick, we all pick players for the home run derby. So we all pick a we all pick a hitter, and we pick the amount of home runs they're going to hit. It's always the it's the easiest way to do it. It's the most fun way to do it. And it always sets up early July, so it gives us plenty of time to pick the draft order, know what you're picking, and do your research. So, Mouse won this year. Yeah. Peter Alonzo didn't let me down. I think two years ago, I picked him as well, and I think maybe I picked second or third because there was a couple of us that did, and, and they were closer on the, the, the number of home runs. Yeah. But he, uh, he hooked me up. He was hitting fucking bombs. Anyway. So, if you have any... Uh, Advice for Mouse, we're not drafting for another month. Go ahead and tell mm-hmm. him you know, who you think should be number one. Oh, Michael gosh, Jimenez, ho- Go ahead and say. If Michael Jimenez is listening, yeah, he does a fantasy football show. Shoot, uh, Actually, don't give him advice. He's going against me, so. Yeah. <laughs> Keep that for me, Michael Jimenez. But, uh, yeah, should Mouse be a homer and yeah. go Zeke number one, which most years it wouldn't be a crazy leap. But coming off the year he had, I mean, you'd be a real homer. Yeah, see, he's, but he, he's come off a really bad year where the offense was really bad with Dak out. But he's had a couple of, like, top three finishes. I mean, it's not like. Oh, I know. Other years. It's wild. It wouldn't be crazy to talk about going number one with Zeke. This yeah. year's the hardest one to do. But you would be a, a homer if you did it. And but, that's okay. But if, but if I hit it, it, like, if he, I might, I might do it. I really may do it, but if he hits it like out of the park and he lights it up, and I and I have him on my team, you know how much better like my season and my fantasy season is. Like it's just like the best feeling ever. Like I love it. I usually get so hyped when he scores, but then if he's on my fantasy team as well, oh my god, I'll burst. But would it turn you into a worse fan <laughs> when we're throwing it around and you're like, give him the ball? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, that's. Being so locked into the games, yeah. Sometimes I'm like, do I want us to score? Or do I want us to score with Zeke? Like, what you know, what am I rooting <laughs> for here? So, to determine, Pollard's going to eat up some of your, you know, carries and touchdowns. Yeah. I don't think. So. Yeah, I don't worry about. I worry about Dak stealing those touchdowns in the red zone. But but then I'm like, are they all line? Run? Dak yeah. is much maybe. You know what I mean? So yeah. And okay. Zeke looks so fit when he. I mean, that guy looks. 
He looks slimmer and leaner Stop than doing it, bro. Stop doing yeah. it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Joe just made a, an, an funny, uh, gesture. Uh, anyway, we'll see what I do. All right. Oh, but, yeah, any suggestions for Mouse, send them our way. Um, Other storylines, Aaron Rodgers turned down more money to come back. Highest paid player in the NFL, right? Would have made him. Yeah. Yep. At that point, you just got to know, right? He's gone. He's gone. He ain't coming what, back. What What can you do, right? What can you do? Try and trade him. Try to get something. Uh, he hates the GM that much that he doesn't want to play anymore. It's basically and, it, right? And once you offer him the most money ever, and he turns you down, then you tell yourself, okay, he's he's not coming back. Yeah. yeah. I am now. I've been a. I've been skeptical because no quarterback has ever forced their hand out of anywhere. I am now 100 percent on board. He's not playing for the Packers anymore. He turned down the most money, and that's all. That's all you can. I mean, what are you going to do? Fire the GM? I mean, that'd be hilarious. But it, yeah, that's your only other card. And if you're not going to do that, then you, you need gotta to just, you gotta trade him, right? You, you gotta, gotta trade, trade him. him. Yeah. So you can get something for him. Otherwise, he's yeah. going to retire. Yeah, you they, they messed up holding out hope instead of pulling the trigger during the draft. Now they're going to have to just hope to get pieces to help them win now and then maybe a pick for next year or two. Man, that, that sucks. The Packers are usually, like, for fantasy purposes, one of the best. That's true. What do you do with the Devontae Adams and Aaron exactly. Jones? Aaron Jones. What do you do with that? What a storyline. Way to, way to be selfish and think of it. How does it affect us? I know. <laughs> I like that, Joe. I like the selfishness of that. You're welcome. Because I've always looked at it as, ha, one less team the Cowboys have to worry about in front of them. Yeah. But Joe's gotten even more deep. He's being yeah. super selfish. I know. I like it. Some of a joke. Well, Devontae Adams is uh, falling around the seventh pick, and that's what I got. So, Oh, so you're already you're thinking yeah. of yourself. You're super selfish. You're thinking of Oh, yeah, it. definitely. Do you pull the trigger on that now? Yeah. You probably can't, right? Because if, if Rodgers isn't there, you Adams becomes would, a second-round pick, I would think. I just, I don't know. You know what I've been surprised? I've been seeing Michael Thomas go super late. Like there's no Drew Brees. Who's that quarterback? Yeah, yeah, but it's still Michael Thomas. Did you see what he did? He didn't really do anything when he had uh, who who was starting last? James Winston. James Winston. Yeah, I don't think he did. He didn't have as big of numbers as he did with Brees. So yeah, I mean that's what stinks about especially receivers. They could be the best receiver in the world, but. If your quarterback's trash, then it drops your value tremendously. So, yeah, um, Michael Thomas will be interesting. Devontae Adams will be interesting. Aaron Jones, does it add value because they might have to run more with a rookie quarterback? Do you think they'll load the box and lose value? These are decisions fantasy football players have to make. Good luck. So you're going wide receiver first, Big Joe? Looks like nah, it. Nah, I think he's going not. chalk, whatever best value at seven. Because he was already so. looking at Adams. But he's going best player. Yeah. What do Tyreek 
He's going to go with the magazine, tell him to do at seven. The magazine. Oh, yeah, you're one of the magazine guys. <laughs> yeah. I might switch to an app this year. I don't know. Oh, a paid app? Yeah. Okay. See how it turns out? Spend 10 bucks on a, on a magazine. I could spend 10 bucks on an app, so. Okay. Okay. And we'll be back in person, right? Yep. Yeah. We'll be live drafting in person. With the, the rib off. Oh. That's right. Not that our listeners care too much, but <laughs> a couple of the guys in our group text in our fantasy football league have just randomly started talking trash to each other about who can smoke the best ribs. <laughs> so we're going to have a competition during our fantasy draft. I'm team Traeger. I want whoever – there's a buddy of ours using probably a Traeger. I want him to win. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> There's a guy in our group who it's his passion to smoke to smoke meat. That's he, doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't public <laughs> He doesn't publicize it much. You have to ask him about it and poke and prod him about it. But once you get him going, he knows what he's talking about. That's gonna be my vote. You can keep your pellets and your Traeger. <laughs> Might as well cook them in the oven. <laughs> Nothing wrong with oven ribs, but there's a different. Wow. Taking a shot at our listeners now. I mean, I tell it to their face, so it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> All right. Um, what else is on the docket? Oh, speaking of getting closer to football, Big 12 had their media days at Cowboys Stadium. Uh, the only big news was, which I don't know why this is news. It's been like this for a couple of years. Horns down will be a taunting penalty. I think it's lame. Even the Longhorns are like just, I mean, we don't care. It's, but the way it is, is it's basically the same thing as if you shush a player. I mean, it's just taunting. It's just, they call it a taunting penalty. I don't know why that story always gets big national coverage. But um, that was the only thing could, that really came out. You could throw hook them. You just can't put the horns down. Yeah. It's a taunting penalty. So it's the same thing as yeah. waving at a player while you run by them. Um, I know the long the Longhorns got a penalty. A player returned a punt for a touchdown, and he shushed the crowd with a finger to the mouth. And that was a penalty. So it's the same thing. Yeah. But I think if you label it as, oh, the Longhorns are soft they want this rule, then it becomes a story where it's just regular taunting penalty. Didn't Baker Mayfield tweet out something or posted a picture, I think, about it? Yeah. Yeah. He he forever hates Texas. But at the same time, he, like, loves talking about us. Yeah. Like, he's in the NFL. He's been in the NFL for five years now. And he tweeted out pictures of himself throwing horns down, and nobody asked him about it. He just retweeted it. He's like a bitter bitter ex-girlfriend. He's lame. Yeah. Kind of like Kyler Murray saying that he never liked the Cowboys, even though he grew up there. Yeah. All those OU quarterbacks that pretend they're from Texas, I disown them, especially when they make comments like that. But anyway, so yeah, we're having SEC media days right now. But we are getting close, very close to football. But until football comes... And until the Olympics kick off this week, fellas, the world wants to know.
What are you guys watching? I'll let Joe go first because he's like glowing on my screen with his red face. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he just I puffs know, out. Red. He just puffs out to me. Are you pregnant? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, oh, what did I watch? What did I watch? I watched a lot of the NBA finals. Okay. Uh, let's see. I Even though they were watched... small markets, it didn't bother you? No, yeah, I didn't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> I still watched it. Uh, I watched the Tomorrow War. That was on Prime Video. With, That's with uh, Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt, right? Yeah, that was pretty good. I didn't think it was going to be as good as it was, so okay. it definitely overshot my expectations. Uh, you should go watch it if you have not seen it yet. I might do that. Uh, let's see, what else did I watch? I watched uh, the show Succession on HBO. Y'all need to watch it? I don't know what the hell y'all y'all are sleeping on Succession. Calm down, you started it last week. <laughs> and, and, I fin- and I finished it already. Oh, but I mean, you've been sleeping on it until a week ago. Come to- <laughs> I know. There's only, uh, there's only two seasons, and it was it was pretty good. There's only ten episodes per uh, per season, and they're an hour long. HBO, you know, uh, HBO hours. Okay. But as the title says, they're trying to find the succeeder. Is it about Texas seceding from seceding from the na- from the nation? No, it's not. They're trying to find somebody to follow up the dad to run the company. Okay. So, tip, you know. That, like, that's what that's about. All right, all right. Uh, 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 I watched The Sandlot. It just randomly was on. I was flipping through the channels the other day, and it was on the MLB Network. So Yep. Uh, we did the same thing. That. Same thing. Uh, so, damn, it's always a good movie. And then it's always a good summer movie. I don't know. It's just a good movie anytime. It just makes you feel good about the summer. It makes you feel good about baseball. It makes you feel good about America. It just That movie is just good for the soul. Let's see. Uh, I watched something else. Money in the Bank. Finally watched a wrestling thing for the first time in, I think since WrestleMania. A pay-per-view? Uh, I, I, I do not know half of the wrestlers, to be honest with you, uh, right now. And I guess I got to start watching since WrestleMania is going to be in Dallas and we're going to go. So. Y'all are going? Yes, first Well, we don't have tickets or anything, but. Well, I didn't get an invite to that. <laughs> hey, you want to go well, to we don't have tickets. You want to go to WrestleMania? <laughs> I'm not a dork. I'm not a dork. I don't watch wrestling. What a dick. <laughs> Enjoy. Uh, have fun in your Crocs. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got Crocs on. <laughs> what else you watching, Joe? Joe, uh, before you go any further, does your face hurt? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Okay. I'm okay. just gonna look in the mirror in a second. You're fucking giving me a complex right now. You're no, really you, red. You have a complex already. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what else I'm watching. I watched a shit ton of stuff I don't remember. Oh well, thanks for. Man, sounds like perfect podcast. Yeah, sorry. Thanks. <laughs> we didn't record last week, and then I forgot everything I watched uh, that previous week. Um. Wow. Yeah, mouse. All right. I'm going to go to the restroom real quick. You don't have to announce that. <laughs> I'm going to go look at my face. <laughs> oh. What are we doing here? I know. Joe, <laughs> how'd you go? Last week, Joe was so professional. He was? 
and he, yeah, you gotta watch the video on YouTube. It's Spurs film room. He he did such a good job, and then okay. yeah, I guess I'm a little red. This week he's like off the rails. It's summer. I'm supposed to be fucking red. Nothing's wrong with it. He's just asking if you heard. No, convince yourself, bro. All right, Mouse, what'd you watch? Right. Well, Joe does what he does. <laughs> well, it's summertime, so you know I'm watching Big Brother. Three episodes a week. You say three so, episodes a week? Yeah, it's usually like oh, Sunday. Oh, that's right. You told us that. Sunday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. So, uh, watching that. I also watched, um, I think you and I talked about it on ESPN Plus. Sade still has her show called Up Close. Yes, and she uh, her first episode, I guess, of this season or this show this year, she uh, interviewed Dak Prescott. So that's a great watch. I, I saw them teasing it on Sports Center, and so I immediately jumped on and and uh, and watched it. So it's got me even more hype for the for the year than I already was. It's a great it's um, a great watch. Even if you're not a Cowboys fan, it's just a great character study of Dak and a good interview. I really recommend it. Also, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, on a side note, not not watching it, but Jeremy Piven. You know, I've been talking about Entourage the past few weeks. Been yeah, Jeremy Piven came out with his uh his own podcast called How You Live in Jay Piven. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and he had um the first episode was kind of just interviewed. They interviewed him, kind of talking about Entourage. The second one, he has Jamie Fox on. Um, and so those those are definitely great listens. Um, and uh, if you got some time, you're driving. I live in Jay Piven is is definitely an ad. Other than Spurs and Salsa, once you get done listening to, to ours. Nice. All right, all right. That's all I got. Yeah. I have a few things. Um, I mentioned a little bit on the Peacock Network. They have a uh, reality show following the USA basketball team. First two episodes are out. It's called For Ball and Country. Oh, that's uh, nice. If you want to... Deep dive. The first two episodes are a lot about Coach Pop, which is cool, and, and it and it really illustrates the ups and downs of building our team. And they haven't gotten to where Keldon joins the team officially, but I'll definitely be keeping up with that. Um, Mouse mentioned watching Michael Phelps back in 2008. Mm-hmm. Also on the Peacock Network, there's a show called The Greatest Race. And it's about Michael Phelps's run for eight medals. And it really focuses on the relay race. Do you remember when France was supposed to beat us? And that was going to be the medal that Phelps couldn't get because of, mm-hmm. because of France. So they, they really deep dive into that. Really cool, really cool story. Uh, Peacock has a lot of Olympic stuff like that on there. I, that's what's gotten me hyped for this year's Olympics. Uh, those are two things I watched on Peacock. Um, I finished Loki. I know Joe did too. That's one of the things he forgot. I, I liked it. I didn't love it. Like I mean, most people loved it. I liked it. It was a good setup for the rest of the movies. But um, it was it was more of that. It wasn't its own standalone show. It was more of let's set up the next bunch of Marvel movies. So it did its purpose. But I enjoyed it. Uh, speaking of Marvel, I watched Black Widow. Movie came out. Oh, I forgot that one too. I liked the movie. I didn't have high hopes for it. I didn't have low hopes. I just I thought, ah, it'll be it'll be all right. I liked the movie a lot. It was good. And for people that don't like Marvel or don't follow Marvel, like Mouse, you could watch it as a standalone movie. Black Widow? 
Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll tell you now, the only thing you would need to know going in is she's wanted by the American government. Okay. And then after that, you could watch it and you'd be just fine watching it. Where did you stream it? Disney Plus. We get to pay extra for it because it's at the theaters. Oh, okay. Um, really good action movie. Like, just very realistic action. She doesn't have superpowers, so there's no CGI type action. It's just, it's almost like a female Bond movie is what it felt like in a lot of ways. Or Mission Impossible type. But it was really good. I liked it a lot. Um, that was on Disney Plus. I think it's Disney Plus plus $30. Or you go to the theater. Just how you feel right now. Uh, what else did I watch? Joe mentioned a movie on MLB Network. I watched Summer Catch on MLB <laughs> Network. That came out when we were either seniors in high school or freshmen in college. I always thought it was more of a romantic, uh, romantic comedy with, with sports. It is very much more a raunchy guys movie. Is, is that where he plays like minor league ball or double A ball or something? He plays summer, a summer league in Cape Cod. Yeah, I've seen it. It's, it's college all stars. So I told my wife, hey, let's watch it. It's kind of a rom com. And she's like, this is just dude humor. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. It is. Um, it's 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 more American Pie than it is rom com. It it's a bunch of college guys, a lot of baseball, a lot more baseball than I thought. I enjoyed it. I I really did. Uh, shout out Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, what else did I watch? Oh, I watched the documentary on Showtime. It's called Super Villain. It's about Takashi Six Nine. Oh yeah, Snitch. <laughs> so. I don't follow new rap, as you guys know. Only thing I knew about him, like Miles said, was he snitched. It was a very well done documentary. It was very in depth. I was glued to my TV about it. Everything about him is just—it's crazy to me. The way he built his brand, the way he used social media—it really dug. Again, it was very well made. So it showed that he's not the only one that built a following just off social media. You know, they showed, what's his name, Dan, was, what was the guy's name that would just, Bozerian? Bozerian, Bozerian, yeah, they showed him, how he created a fake image also, and it it worked monetarily. Uh, They even kind of showed how he controlled the narrative, even when there was negative stuff about him. He controlled the narrative with social media. Did they talk about the Las Vegas shooting? Yeah, they talked about everything, yeah. Yeah. Um, It showed how he got a lot of that stuff from, you know, President Trump at the time. And then even Takashi shouts him out. He gives him a lot of the credit for how he built his brand too. Like, it's a really good documentary. It shows his involvement with gang, gang life. He was very much involved in that stuff. Um, everything shows who he snitched out. It's a, uh, I think it's three episodes. It's long, but I'm telling you, you'll be glued. I, I know nothing about the guy except for all the memes that he's a snitch. I was glued, and that's how Showtime is called Supervillain. Was there one where he's like, you can tell he was a part of, or it was kind of done like without his okay? Like, does it feel like he was... They interview everybody but him. Okay. But they do have some audio of when he was on house arrest. Okay. So it's very in-depth. It's like, again, it's it's very... Because when you watch a documentary, it could be just somebody with a camera who has no uh, insight or doesn't get any interviews with anybody. But no, this one's very, very well done. Showtime's... 
I'll tell you what, I signed up for a free 30-day trial for Showtime, and I've been talking about it the last few weeks. They've got some great documentaries. The Comedy Store one was great. This one was great. Uh, there's another one I'm going to start, probably review next week. But Wait, have, yeah. you, have, have you talked about the Comedy Store, or have you finished it? Yes, we did last time. Oh, I read yeah, it okay. that quick. Yeah. It was very another very well-done documentary. Yeah. Um, so, shout-out to Showtime. But, yeah, that it's called Super Villain. Even if you don't care about his music, which I don't, um, it's a very interesting story. Very, very interesting story of what his life is. Um, it starts off with him just being a dorky teenage kid, and they show the pictures of him just being a normal kid and what led him to do the things he did and how he built his brand. It's a good study piece on not just him, but society and how we – how. Uh, we worship people on social media sometimes. Uh, other than that, my kids watch the new Space Jam. Well, I was going to ask, and I haven't heard anybody talk about it. Let me get. Let me see if I can get my one of my sons out here to review it. <laughs> Do it. Have you didn't watch Space Jam, Big Joe? No, nah, I didn't watch that. I'm boycotting it at least for a little bit. Why? Why? LeBron's your guy. You're a LeBron guy. Yeah, I know, but he can't touch that. All right, hold on. And he lost me after uh, after the season when he said he was going to be not going to the Olympics and chasing monsters or whatever he said. So I just I logged into HBO Max a second ago on my phone and I got a, a immediate notification. I was like, "Do you want to watch Space Jam Two now or add it to your list?" <laughs> like it popped up. I'm like, "They're they're pushing it." All right. Hey, I want you to jump on the podcast and tell them what you thought about Space Jam, the new one. You ready? It's not on video. Like you could, they could see you now, but they won't see you I on know, the podcast. I know. <laughs> What's going on? I'm trying to get this working where I can just put them. On. Uh-uh. Hey, hey. <laughs> Don't mess with me. <laughs> uh, this might not be a good idea. <laughs> you want to hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you. Uh, let's see what I can do. You know what? It's not going to work. No. It's not going to work, but he did not like it. He didn't. He didn't like the uh, computerized animation. You just like live action? No, because he loves the original. He actually, after watching the LeBron one... He had a sour taste in his mouth, so he went back and he watched Jordan's, and they prefer that one. They're good kids. <laughs> so, uh, and I don't want people thinking, you know, because I know a lot of adults are attacking the movie, but I let my kids watch it. And the little one, my five-year-old liked it, but then, but my older one said nope, and they watched the original. Now they're into Looney Tunes, because like yeah. you said, HBO Max, they're pretty good about promoting what they want. Yeah. So. If you go on HBO Max, <clears throat> up front, they have nothing but Looney Tunes if you go in the kids section. So they're doing a good job of pushing all that, yeah. and it's working. Yeah. Uh, Jerry's talking right now. Uncle Jerry? Uncle Jerry. Yeah, I'm shut up and listen. Just kidding. <laughs> okay, so it's State of the Cowboys address now. All right, all right. Yeah. Well, uh, before we go, Mouse has a, a food review. 
Yo, yes, I do. He's stepping up to the plate. I know. Since Joe's just getting canned, apparently. (laughs) I know. I'm just doing whatever he wants. Uh Uh-huh. Not going out to eat. Summer of Joe. Yeah. Get one next week. There you go. You're going today, I hope. That's right. (laughs) Well, if it's not good, he won't have it, so. That's true. But go ahead, Miles. Yeah, so the spot we're viewing this week is uh, called Mars Pizza. So it's off like Nacogdoches and between like O'Connor and Judson. Man, I drove, I'm going to be honest, I drove past this place so many times because I'm kind of like, a, it's it's Mars and they have like alien theme outside. And I'm a, I'm like, I, I don't know, I buy into like names and like packaging. And I was like, man, I am not getting some pizza from a place called Mars Pizza with aliens. Like, I'm just not doing it. Well, then how and, the hell did you get there then? Yeah, so a buddy he's, of mine. He's telling us. He's telling us. Yeah, relax. Relax, <laughs> Joe. Joe. Trying to get off. <laughs> so uh, a buddy of mine told me like he he actually invited us and said, "Hey, you got to go to this place. We're gonna go get pizza and Mars pizza." And I said, "All right, we'll go just to go with the family." And uh, and I loved it, man. The pizza's great. Um, they have they have all sorts of stuff. The wings are good too. So uh usually we get we get pizza and wings. That's what we did this time. We got a half a pizza, black olives and half of pepperoni. My wife likes pepperoni, I'm a black olive guy. And so um kind of kinda of neat thing about the name is after getting there, I was like, Oh, it makes sense. So it's named after the owners. They're like siblings and their names are Martha, Allison, Ashley, and Renee. That's where Mars with two A's comes from. And uh and they are they are related. Kind of shout out to another huge, huge pizza place here called Big Lou's. Their relatives own and run Big Lou's. Um, so they're family of the Big Lou's pizza joint. And uh, pizza's great. Um, this past time we got at, I haven't tried their uh, something called Alien Fingers. Again, everything's kind of alien thing. And it's just breaded or fried green beans. Those are delicious. Um, also in the past, they have a, they have a dessert called what do they call them um they oh just funnel cake fries so instead of a traditional funnel cake kind of hard to eat like you know a plate of funnel cake they're they're just they look like french fries they're stick thin um and those those are delicious so definitely if you're in that that's on that side of town mars pizza don't drive past it go check out the aliens the owner's usually in there um they're good people and they serve great pizza See, see, look at you. Don't be judging books by its cover. I know, I, and and I was. I drove past that place so many times, and uh, and I shouldn't. It's like a small market pizza, huh? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I know. I, I like. The, I, I want the big lights. He wants the Papa John's with the yeah. Manning on the on the box. <laughs> Hard knock starts on August the tenth. There we go. All right, well that'll do it for this week. We learned a lot about Mouse and Yeah. He's a big market guy. Mm-hmm. He judges restaurants based on appearance. Wow. But <laughs> it all came full circle for him. Yep. And Joe is getting plenty of sun. Yep. All right, next week we will uh have more cowboy talk. Well like I said, we'll we'll absorb every inch of content we can. We will record – so the draft is Thursday. I'm thinking we got to record after the draft or maybe right before. Either way, it will be heavy draft because the draft's next Thursday. Um, and then we'll see how the Olympic team's doing. 
is Pop getting it done. So we have we have plenty for next week, and we'll see how Joe's uh, lunch date goes. If he's yeah, he's, re- he's going on the, the date today, right? Yeah. So we'll we'll uh, hopefully whatever that. he chooses to eat is good, and he'll review it next week. So is it going to be like lunch, and that's it, or is it going to go into the evening? Is it going to continue to tomorrow? It's a simple no. It just it just goes it's, with the flow. Yeah, this is with a friend, so it's not even a date. So you know. All right, we'll put some aloe on the face. Uh, <laughs> we will see you next week. Until then, go Spurs, go.